Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. All right, fam. Thank you for joining us again. We're with Dre Bell Rock with the T. This is part two for February, so keep it right here. Hey, everybody. We are back. This is Irene with CBiz Media. And of course, we have our friend, Mr. Dre Bell Rock, on the line. Hey, Dre. Hey, Irene. I'm so happy to be back with the T. Oh, wow, the tea is so hot. Yes, the first thing I want to say, we're in the month of February, so I want to say happy Black History Month to everyone. Yeah, and happy Black History Month to everybody. Woo-woo. And be, so before we start, we always do this because we have to see what's going on with Dre. So Dre, share with us what's going on with you. So, I am still doing the Exciting Life broadcast every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. on 1440 WMPM as the youth speaker featuring Darlene Estera and Derek. And I'm also part of ABI Entertainment. Also, I am doing the podcast, which we're doing now. And I'm also doing the next day from the inside out, the new show that I started with executive producer London Washington. And if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Dre Bell Rock at Facebook and Dre Bell Rock One on Instagram. Okay, so next I want to talk about just briefly Selena Gomez. So Selena Gomez just released a number one album, a pretty single, and, and she had Rare, You to Love You. I mean, Love You to Lose You, um, Look at Her Now, and these three singles she released so far is really talking about, like, relationships and, you know, being in a bad relationship and overcoming that and stuff like that. It seems like all her three singles so far has been about Justin, but the whole album isn't about Justin, it's, it's about, like, it's about love and whatnot and everything else, but the thing I want to talk about is Selena Gomez just admitted that Justin Bieber emotionally abused her. And she claims that she found her shrimp, but feels like a victim. And allegedly, Justin Bieber said, yeah, he did emotionally abuse her because he was um, using drugs or whatnot. But, you know, that was in the past. And he, you know, he feel bad for it. And he apologized. And ultimately, he moved on. And he's married now. So, yeah, she said, you know, she was emotionally abused by him. And they were very young one together. So, you know, people can't be abused more than physical. But she said she's stronger now and she survived. Yeah, they were very young, you know, you you growing up and you still trying to learn about yourself and who you are, and I'm glad that he can see, you know, and admit what he did and apologize for it, and I, I feel sad for her that she had to go through that, though, but when you're, in a, when you're that young, you know, people make mistakes, and... And I'm glad it didn't get to physical abuse because that would be like another story. Nope, there were no physical abuse. Yeah. That's amazing. That's right. But emotionally. Emotional can be just as worse, bad as physical, it, though. It can be very bad. She she may be probably going through therapy and all of these different things. Being so young, it probably helped shape her as a person. You know, all that negativity probably helped shape her. In, in a negative way so she definitely probably has to go to therapy get prayer go to the priest or whoever she go to or whatever but yes. 
but I'm I'm sending her love and prayers, and I'm glad that she can admit it and say like and, and work on it and get help for it. So you know, because yeah, it happens, and and it's something that people need to talk about and they need to address it because it, like you said, it is real abuse just because it's emotional, not physical. It's still real abuse. People go through it all the time, and it needs to be addressed. So for them to be as big as they are coming out talking about it, I'm sure it'll help other young people and just everyone in general to, you know, look at those things. I agree with you. Serious. So, moving on to the next story, I really don't want to talk about this, but it's just news, and it's not really much to say. Um, The brother of Nicki Minaj, Jelani, he's just got prosecuted for 25 years to life for sexual assault of minors, and he's going to jail. This is not actually, no, he just got prosecuted, and that's the brother of Nicki Minaj. I mean, it's been lingering for a few years, but he sexually assaulted these minors, but I guess he finally went to court, and he just got prosecuted for 25 years to life. All, we, all I can say, all anybody can say is if, if he really did this, then that's what he needs. That's the punishment he should get, because that's... Yeah, they threw the book at him. That's, I mean, that's all that... You know, he got he got caught up, had a lot of people witnesses and stuff, and yeah, he got the twenty five years of life. Yeah, it's making me think about R. Kelly now too, but like celebrity not gonna save you just because he related to Nicki Minaj or whatever. And I'm sorry for her and her family what they might be going through during this time, but honestly, I mean, he got what he's supposed to get if he really did those things because that's very damaging, damaging young people like that. And so he got what he's supposed to get at the end of the day. Yeah, speaking of Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj just previewed on her Instagram not too long ago, maybe a day or so, a new song called Yikes, because the hashtag say Yikes. But some people are a little upset because of the punchline she used. She said, you B-words are Rosa Parks. Get your A up, and she used that punchline, and a lot of people now feeling that for using that punchline during Black Black History Month. So you know, Nicki Minaj always trying to be um, reinvent herself and be creative with her lyrics. But I don't know about this one. The Rosa Park reference is not cool during Black History Month. I love Nicki Minaj, but girl, come on now, girl. She did that because of Black History Month too. She probably like this perfect for Black History Month. I'm about to get some people hot in their seats on this one. Yeah, and she—I mean, she's she's definitely trending, and we'll see what the whole song is about. But yeah. that line, woo wee. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna have to check that song. I'll definitely see what she where she's going with that. But last I knew, she was retired. So is this her first song, first comeback song, or did she has she done anything? Well, she had Makeatron and then um, a couple of other features she's been on. So she she's definitely not retired. She's still making music, and you know she says she ultimately want to settle down with her husband and have babies. But she's still she's still holding on to that crown that she's trying to hold on to so strongly but we will see when this song come out I think it's supposed to be called Yikes we'll see what the whole thing is about yeah Yikes is right (laughs) 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 alright that's that's some interesting stuff alright Nikki alright Nikki moving on I have to talk about the Gabriel Union America's Got Talent whole situation Mm. so Gabriel Union claims that 
Erica's top talent was a toxic environment. She said there was sexism, racism, and ultimately when she got vocal about it, she lost her job at America's Got Talent, although the ratings went up when she was a judge on there, and a lot of people said she was their favorite judge of the season. And ultimately, her Golden Buster was the winner of the show. So she did an amazing job as a judge, but... You know, when she um, got vocal about her experience, you know, she lost her job. And um, so, Perry Crews went on today's show. He said he never experienced a toxic relationship. He said, I will never experience sexism because I'm not a female. And he said, in fact, this was the most diverse place he ever worked in in his 20-year career. And after he said that, people were calling him cool and calling him a sellout and all this and that. And then he, they, they kind of talked him out very bad because he didn't take up for Gabriel Union. And then he issued an apology just to throw a little sympathy. So like, he don't have nothing against Gabriel Union and he was showing love. And Dwayne Wade, Gabriel Union, uh-huh, listen, said, someone take his phone, but he wasn't accepting his apology. Whoa. But my thing is, I feel like Terry Crews said whatever positive thing he could say to keep his job. Working on America's Got Talent is a great job, so he probably didn't want to be like, well, yeah, it is a bad environment, and then he'll lose his job too. I feel like that's kind of like a setup. Like, why are you gonna talk to me right after? Like, I'm supposed to say something bad too. Like, I don't know. Like, you're supposed to say something bad and be like, I feel like I'm not. I'm not real mad at him because that's his truth. Like, but he should. I feel like he could have pulled a little sympathy Gab- Gabrielle's way and said, "Well, she may have had a different experience, but this is my experience." He should have said something like that to you know frame it. So it don't look like she the bad guy and she just coming up with stuff and he had the best experience ever or whatever like that. But then I'm thinking about them and their celebrityness, uh, if that's a word. But um, she's definitely she's <laughs> she's definitely a bigger star than him, even though he's got a big name. But she's definitely you know she could go to bigger things and he can too. But you know maybe he just more comfortable right there at America's Got Talent. But he yeah. He's doing a good job as host. Like, he, he does an amazing job. I think he do, does a great job, and you can only speak your own truth, but I feel like that was kind of a setup. Like, maybe he should have just waited, sat back a little while before he started coming out saying how great it was. <laughs> because yeah, he kinda... I like Terry Crews. He's from Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. You know, he's a Michigander. I like oh, yeah. Crews. Oh, yeah. I, I like him, too. He's very funny. I love this guy, but yeah, I think it was like bad timing, and it was like, to me, sound like a setup, like they were setting him up for a failure or for a fall or for some type of fallout. So, all right, there, there they go putting us against each other again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have some celebrity relation news that I have to talk about. A lot of celebrity relationships are going on, and I have to talk about this. So starting with Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan, you know, they were together for 10 years, and they had a baby, Everly Tatum, but ultimately they ended their marriage, and Channing Tatum started talking to Jesse J. 
Right. Jesse James, the Price Tech singer, singer from London, the Domino in the Bang Bang hit song. And basically, you know, they, Channel Tatum and Jesse James, they kind of on and off since they started talking, but ultimately they got back together. And somebody on his Instagram said, oh, Jenna looks better with you. Channel clap back. You know, uh, some celebrities do. Yeah. I don't really address BS like this, but you seem as good of a terrible, happy, people-hating, thoughtless person as any of them. Why don't you seriously think about what you're doing? It's hurtful, and I ain't about it. If you cannot be a horrible, hateful person on my page, if you if you cannot be a horrible, hateful person on my page and support the infinite and untouchable beauty and woman that is Jesse's, please kindly get off my page. No one wants to hear, especially me. And ain't nobody more stunning and beautiful to look at, even more as human than Jess. And yes, that includes my ex. So he threw his ex under the bus Ooh. while he was Dude, like, he really, I feel like that did not deserve such a big rant. The person just said he looked better with his ex. And he just said, like, this huge rant. I guess he tried to prove something to Jesse or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, dude, like, really? Okay, you love Jesse. All right, now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's move on with some more celebrity relationship news. Okay, so look like Lady Gaga has found the new man, and this tea just came out. You know, she was engaged to Christian Carino, and previously engaged to Taylor Kenny, but ultimately both of those engagements got called off. Her new man is Michael Polanski. He's a Harvard graduate, and he runs Facebook co-founders company. And it's, they was canoodling, canoodling on... Super Bowl weekend, and it looks like she's on the new man, so we'll see where this relationship goes. I hope it goes well, because I hate to see relationships fail, especially in the public eye, like, you gotta be in the public eye, and getting engaged, and then this fails, and this fails. I mean, it happens, it's life, it happens to everybody, but it's like, I wanna see her have a win with one of these relationships, like, really. Yes. So hopefully this is a good one and it lasts and then they can make it to the altar if that's what if that's what they both want. Absolutely. And I got two more celebrity couple news. Pamela Anderson and John Peters call it quits after twelve days of marriage. You know, previously she was married to Rick Solomon and Tommy Lee, but she got married for twelve days and then released a statement saying, you know, we're gonna separate and just give us our privacy at this month time. Yeah, I think I saw that story. I'm like, okay, okay, Pam is still out here getting married, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> like I was thinking, I would think she would have slowed down. I, I think, I think she only been married one time before though, but she just had different relationships. I think she was only married to like Tommy Lee, or was it another guy? This might no, be. She, no, she married Tommy Lee and Rick Solomon. She had two. Oh, two so other marriages before this last one. Okay, well. I guess it's better sooner than later to find out that y'all don't need to be together. I I wish they didn't get to... kind of quick, but at least yeah. You know, I'm like, at least I wish y'all wouldn't have got married so fast. But maybe y'all should have slowed down a little bit. But you know, I don't know. I'm 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 not gonna be in y'all's business like that. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now we're gonna go to our favorite Black History figures, and I guess I'll start since you started the other one. 
Um, Tracy Ellis Ross and Jennifer Lewis, they are both on the show Blackish, but they both had like a great career and a lot of wonderful movies and films and shows that we've seen throughout our generation. So I just love both of them. They're both independent women. They're they don't have a traditional family lifestyle. They don't have kids as far as I know, but I look up to them because they're successful. They're happy. They're doing their own thing. They're not doing things in a traditional way, but yet they're still happy and successful and doing some great things. So I love both of them. That's amazing. I love them too. So my choices are Oprah Winfrey and Whoopi Goldberg. And what can I say about these two? Just starting with Whoopi. She's an EGOT winner, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. She started in the movie Sister Act 1 and 2, Ghost, where she won her Oscar, Fatal Beauty, and so much more movies that she started in. And I just love Whoopi Goldberg. And she tell it how it is, and she keeps it real, and she just a comedic genius and just an amazing actress and I just love Whoopi Goldberg always been a fan of hers and what can I say about Oprah Winfrey one of she's the first one of the first black billionaires she had one of the longest running talk shows in history and she started in the color purple and she has her own network the own network which is doing successfully with so many issues I love Oprah Winfrey, and she is amazing. So, Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey, you are my black fingers for this month of February. Yes, very awesome. I guess it's girl power all around. (laughs) Yes, girl power. Yeah, black history now, because, you know, sometimes we say black history figures. We go back to Harriet Tubman, which I love her, Martin Luther King, you know, our legends. But I'm talking about black history now, you know, people that we can still see and look up to right now and today. So those are some great picks. Yes, absolutely. So, do you have any parting words, Mr. Rock? Well, I thought I would do something a little bit different to um, end out the tea. Since it is um, Black History Month, I thought that I would just name a couple of black inventors and the product they created, just a few, just to close out. That is awesome. I love you. Yes. So, the air conditioning unit, Frederick M. Jones, in 1949... The Almanac, Benjamin Bankner, 1791. The Auto Cutoff Switch, Granville T. Woods, 1839. Auto Fishing Device, George Cook, 1899. The Baby Buggy, William H. Richardson, 1889. The Biscuit Cutter, Alex Ashbarn, 1878. The Glove Plasma Bag, Charles Drew, 1945. Clothes Dryer, George T. Simpson, 1971. The Curtain Rod, William S. Grant, 1896. The Doorknob, Osborne Dorsey, 1878. Dorsey, 1878. Let's see. The Egg Beater, Willie Johnson, 1884. Electric Lamb Ball, Louis Latimer. 1867, the Eye Protector, Powell Johnson, 1880, 
fire escape ladder, Joseph W. Winter, 1878, the folding chair, Nathaniel Alexander, 1911, fountain pen, Walter B. Purpose, 1890, in the gas mask, Gerhard Morgan, and there's so many more, but that was just a few that I, I got good name for Black History Month. Look at Dre Bill Rock, isn't he so smart? <laughs> <laughs> You're so awesome, dude. You brought us the tea for today, and you brought us the black history tea, too. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dre Bell Rock. We love you guys. Happy Black History Month. Come back with us. Yes! If you have any comments or questions and you want to shout out your favorite Black History figure, your favorite couple, whatever you want to share with us, you can always connect with us by email at cbiztv at yahoo.com. Go on our Facebook pages. Go to CBiz Media. Check us out at Pop Party. Um, that's one of our pages where we just talk about what's going on with us. We talk about the podcast. We we talk about different friends and what they're doing. And I got to give a, a little bit of a music shout out to some gospel artists here. I want you guys to check out Jonathan Ogden, Torin Wells, D1, and Merz. Go to Pop Party and check them out. They got some cool music out right now. So definitely check them out. And again, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History, Mom.